News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, we have soccer and baseball roundups, but first today's top stories. Kelowna and Wellman area veterans were interviewed by Storyline Multimedia, a local video production company, on May 19th and 20th. The company's founder, John Coat, initiated the project as a voluntary effort to capture the veterans' experience on video before future generations. Cho's motivation came from his regret over not being able to document his late grandfather's service in the Korean War. The interviews will be compiled into a 20-minute documentary-style film, which will be publicly screened. Additionally, each interviewee will receive an unedited recording of their own session to share with their families and friends. The project aims to preserve the legacy of the veterans and shed light on their contributions to the community. The video will be premiered in Richmond on July 3rd at the Wellman YMCA on July 4th, coinciding with the respective community's fireworks displays. Local officials have praised the project as a valuable collaboration that will be professionally executed and bring pride to the community. Alumni and staff of Iowa Western University gathered at Old Main Building for a final gathering before the land is transferred to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The university's closure on May 31st is a result of using the campus as collateral for a $26.1 million loan from the federal agency. While the event began informally through Facebook, school staff allowed alumni to visit some buildings and relive memories. Attendees expressed their grief over the closure and likened the gathering to a funeral. The imminent end of Iowa Wesleyan changed the atmosphere on campus, with alumni reflecting on the lack of new memories being made. Concerns were raised about the impact on the Mount Pleasant community and displaced students. The nostalgic visit to the campus evoked bittersweet emotions for the former classmates, emphasizing the connection and community they experienced. Despite the closure, the alumni expressed gratitude for the time they spent at the university and hoped to maintain connections with fellow graduates through reunions and ongoing friendships. Washington County Hospital and Clinics has announced the addition of Dr. Andy Ashby, a board-certified pulmonologist, to their medical team at the Ken and Rosemary Hansen Specialty Clinic. Starting from May 15th, Dr. Ashby will begin seeing patients addressing a significant medical need in the community. With a medical degree from Indiana University School of Medicine and training at the University of Iowa Healthcare, Dr. Ashby brings expertise in pulmonology and critical care. He previously worked at Mercy, Iowa City, and has provided pulmonology care at WCHC in an outreach capacity for nearly a decade. To schedule an appointment, patients can call 319-653-3936. The addition of Dr. Ashby reflects WCHC's commitment to prioritize quality health care for Washington County residents. Last Wednesday, the Des Moines County Sheriff's Office arrested Anthony Lean, a resident of Mount Pleasant. Lean was charged with damaging the levee on Tampa Road, a serious misdemeanor according to the media arrest summary. The criminal complaint filed with the clerk of court stated that Leon drove a 2018 Nissan Rogue onto the levee, causing damage. An officer responded to reports of a gray SUV stuck on the levee around 7 p.m. Leon admitted to driving on top of the levee from the Tama boat ramp, getting stuck, and then driving down onto Tama Road, according to the officer's statement. The officer also spoke with a witness who confirmed the incident and observed fire tra- tire tracks and ruts in the sand on the levee caused by the vehicle. Ainsworth witnessed a procession of sports cars, muscle cars, trucks, and motorcycles as they paraded through the streets to honor the memory of Michael Littlebeave Bishop, a Grandview man who unexpectedly passed away in January. The event, organized by headquarters Muscatine, attracted dozens of participants who paid tribute to Bishop's love for the road, particularly his 66 Chevelle. Bishop's wife, Christine, expressed her gratitude for the fitting tribute and reminisced about the joyful memories they shared on car cruises. The procession comprised friends of Bishop from the Louisa County area, united in celebrating his life and passion for cars and camaraderie. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. I've been in health care for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the health care business and wants to take care of others. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, we have your five-day forecast, but first, obituaries. Herbert R. Phipps of Washington passed away on May 21st at the age of 83. Services are pending at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Alan Richard Wagler of Kelowna passed away on May 18th at the age of 94. A celebration of life will be held at 10.30 a.m. May 22nd at Wellman Mennonite Church. Yoda Powell Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Sandra Lee Murphy of Fairfield passed away on May 19th at the age of 86. A funeral mass will be held at 10 a.m. May 25th at St. Mary's Catholic Church. Cranston Family Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Donna Lou Pratt of Birmingham passed away on May 18th at the age of 85. A funeral service will be held at 10.30 a.m. May 26th at the Cranston Family Funeral Home. David Allen Wells of Fairfield passed away on May 19th at the age of 75. A visitation will be held from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. May 25th at First Baptist Church. Benner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Harold Hahn of Fairfield passed away on May 21st at the age of 69. A visitation will be held from 5 to 7 p.m. May 25th at Benner Funeral Home. Donnelly Simmons of Fairfield passed away on May 20th at the age of 89. A funeral service will be held at 10 a.m. May 24th at Fairfield Friends Church. Benner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Doyle Bachman of Wayland passed away on May 18th at the age of 73. A funeral service will be held at 10.30 a.m. May 26th at Sugar Creek Mennonite Church. Murphy Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Patricia Ann Kloffenstein of Marion passed away on May 21st at the age of 89. A memorial service will be held at 11 a.m. May 26th at Marion Methodist Church. Murdoch Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. Today, it has been 84 degrees with clear skies. Tomorrow, it will be the warmest day of the week with a high of 87, and it will be mostly sunny. On Thursday, temperatures will fall to 75 degrees, and it it will remain mostly sunny. Temperatures will rise to 79 on Friday, and we will have clear skies. Finally, on Saturday, it'll be back up to the 80s with a high of 83, and it'll be mostly sunny. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. 
We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's You know, it's not a question of what all you have and so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. All Panthers in the Class 2A Region 3 opener at Eastlake Park as Mount Pleasant Mercy ruled Maquoketa to move on. Mount Pleasant scored six goals in the first half and four in the second, which ended the game via a 10-goal rule. Mount Pleasant's Ellie Manning had a huge day, going for four goals and three assists. Aurora Hummel netted three goals of her own. Therese Huerta finished the game with two goals and one assist. Toy Wilson had a goal and an assist, and Kiera Parrish finished with one assist. Eli Heaton pitched a shutout in the net for the Panthers. Heaton finished the game with three saves. Mount Pleasant will have its hands full in Tuesday's semifinal as the Panthers travel north to take on Central DeWitt. Mount Pleasant grabbed its first victory of the season on Thursday with a victory over Central Lee, 13-3. After two innings, the Panthers led 6-3. and In the third, they added three more runs to increase the advantage to 9-3. Central Lee went scoreless the rest of the way out, and the Panthers added four insurance runs in the sixth. Peyton Higgins led the Panthers with two hits in the game. Jake Ensminger, Carter Amos, Peyton Walker, and Peyton Coleman all had a hit as well. Coleman added two RBIs, while Ensminger, Amos Walker, and Wyatt Woodsmall all finished with one. Ben Newton threw five innings for the Panthers, and Ensminger pitched for one. That's the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time.